welcome to Repod, the podcast discussing podcasting in Europe with industry experts and creators. My name is Alexander Damian Ricci and I'm your host. For this month's episode of Repod, we invited Marvin Jacobs, who is creative director and co-founder of the audio agency Airborne, based in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. In his role as creative director, Marvin develops podcasts and audio concepts for brands such as Albert Heijn, Randstad and ANWB, the Dutch National Touring Club. For KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, Marvin created The Journey, which has become one of the international benchmarks for branded podcasts. The work of Airborne has been awarded more than 30 times, including the Lovey Awards, Red Dot Award, the Cables Award and the Webby nomination. During the interview, Marvin and I discussed what it takes to produce a great branded podcast, as well as the state of the development of the podcast market in the Netherlands. You will learn more about who the main Dutch podcast players are and how the podcast movement began in the country. So this is me speaking to Marvin Jacobs. Marvin, I'd like to start from introduction of Airborne, the podcast production agency you work for as a creative director, and also your role as a creative director. What does it imply? I am the creative director of audio agency Airborne. We're based in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and we are focused on making great originals together with brands. My role as a creative director is to come up with formats that help the objectives of the client on one hand and on the other hand that is great content so that people are really willing to listen to the shows. So tell me a bit more of how Urban was born. I mean what's the history behind the agency? I was working for an agency uh, that had KLM Royal Ditch Airlines as a client so there was a moment that I had the opportunity to share my enthusiasm for this medium with the head of marketing and communications of KLM and she was also very intrigued and she was curious because at that time the revival just started <laughs> weren't very much podcasts but she was very intrigued by it and so that was basically the start of the very first project that I did it's called The Journey it's a podcast we created so for KLM and that was well very widely acknowledged in the netherlands but also abroad because it was an english show and that's basically how we started with airborne so i did this together with the agency i worked for at that point so it's sort of uh, combined forces great so there's a couple of topics i would like to dig into with you for one you are a podcast production agency, which is, as you mentioned, we could call it focused on branded content, branded podcasts. Mm -hmm. So if you had to boil it down to the essence, when it comes to the branded podcasts, what's the most important thing in your opinion? Well, the most important thing, I think, is to create something that is worth listening to. And when it comes to branded podcasts, you meet a lot of people who are so focused on their own story or their own brand that they forget the audience. So, And that's what you see in this domain of branded podcasts. You see a lot of shows that are mainly about the product or the services or the brand itself. And yeah, let's be honest, listeners are in most cases not very interested 
in what a brand has to say. That's kind of paradoxical, isn't it? That, you know, something we call branded content or branded podcast is mostly likely to be working if it's not about a brand. Exactly. I understand then actually you're trying not to give them what they think they want <laughs> or that maybe sometimes yeah. the client that doesn't even know what they actually need, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But maybe it's clarifying to give an example. And maybe we just talked about the podcast we made for KLM the journey. So we thought it could be very valuable for KLM just to show how impactful traveling is on a more individual level. And that was the basic idea for podcast the journey because that has us as the subtitle is the trip that changed everything. In this podcast, we tell stories about people who, who share their experiences about the trip that really changed their lives. So that really altered the course of their lives. And by doing that, you tell in a more indirect way how valuable it is to travel without pushing a product or a destination or pushing ticket sales or anything. So what you do is to create a sort of new brand association. So in that way, it really works for the brand and it is really worth listening to. So that is the approach we really believe in and it's it's actually what we still do for all our shows it's not only about audio it is mainly that's the core of it but you know it, there's also a whole different part of your work which i think is also guiding decisions for instance on the covers of the podcast series and i know that another podcast series you produced which i will just spell out in the way it's uh, written it's g-i-e-p probably it's pronounced jeep but you will tell me how it is and that podcast you produced won the Dutch Podcast Award for Cover Art, isn't it? They would like to describe this beautiful cover which won the Dutch Award for Covers of Podcasts where you can see basically a number of human figures, a shiny yellow car, books, a television, an all-side television of the 50s or 60s, a beer, the Liberty Statue from the US, New York, an aeroplane, and all of this is kind of uh, really in a cartoon fashion, but it has this really vintage look. So do you mind just digging slightly also into that project? Because I think it's interesting given that it received this award. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would love to uh, talk about the show called uh, Giep, uh, as we say in Dutch. <laughs> Giep is the name of the sort of brand professor in the Netherlands who was really important for laying the foundation of the Dutch advertising industry. He started in the, the mid-60s and, well, he was really part of a big development in this ad industry. And, yeah, what we do when we make the show, of course, we put a lot of effort in making great audio. But what we also do is have put a lot of effort in presenting the show in a, in a right way. And for that reason, we try to make something really beautiful of the cover art basically do not decide with your ears <laughs> but with your eyes that's paradoxical again isn't it yeah oh absolutely <laughs> so the reason i mentioned also this podcast which is hip is that this is an airborne original he was a sort of experiment <laughs> but the reason we found it important to tell this story is that it's a sort of branding for ourselves for our own agency because our most important target audience in the Netherlands are marketeers and people who are working on brand level at big companies. So this is a story that really connects with this target audience. Brilliant. So I'd like to ask you a bit more about the Netherlands. The Netherlands 
and podcasts? I know it's a really broad question, but from news we got is that it's one of the countries where podcasts are really kind of booming. How does the Dutch podcast market look like? And is there anything which is specific to uh, Dutch podcasts in your opinion? I think that you're right that the podcast market is quite booming here in the Netherlands. What you see is that there is a shift from more analog kind of audio, which is mainly old school FM radio, to digital audio. And that's a shift you see everywhere in the world, but also in the Netherlands. So, And I think that what is happening now is that the market is growing mature, which means that there are more other kind of business models to make it profitable. One of the biggest important things that happened here in the Netherlands is the launch of Podimo last year. So that means that not everything is for free anymore. So you have to pay for certain content if you want to uh, listen to this. And besides, we also have the ad-based podcast or camera. Yeah, that's absolutely helpful. Maybe can you tell us who are the big players today in the podcast market in, in the Netherlands? There are a few big players. And the player who is making a lot of great content at this public broadcast organization here in the Netherlands. And, and there are in podcasting for really some time right now. It's six, seven years, maybe long, even longer. And on the other hand, you see that newspaper brands are stepping into this domain. One of the first newspapers who stepped in this domain was the newspaper NRC. And what they did is that they make a sort of the daily, you know, from New York Times. But they do that for the Netherlands. Another important one, that's the publisher, actually, DPG. DPG has a lot of uh, newspaper brands, to name a few. Uh, the Volkskrant, Algemeen Dagblad, Parole. So they all have their own shows. And then you have a few independent companies like Tony Media and Acast is working together with also another independent podcast agency, which is called Mir van Dit, which is translated in more of this. <laughs> then you have the company uh, Dag en Nacht Media, Day and Night Media in English, and they are bought by Podimo last year. So they now exclusively produce for Podimo. Amazing. Thanks for that. That's um, really, really helpful. I think also for the international audience who will listen to this and we continue in this mission of ours to map the European podcast landscape. So thanks a lot for that. It was really interesting. You mentioned at the beginning of this interview that Serial had an impact on you as you know a professional. And there's two things I want to ask you. Is there any Dutch podcast which you believe kind of, you know, set the start for the podcast scene so kind of a podcast milestone what's very interesting is that if you look back to the prehistoric times in the podcast land <laughs> which was 2004 i believe that we have a dutch radio dj adam curry but adam curry was one of the very first people in the world actually who experimented with this medium i think that his nickname is also the Podfather. so <laughs> he was really important he is still very important for the medium that uh, so he had a very popular show in 2004 2005 uh, which is called The Daily Source Code. And it was one of the biggest podcasts at that time. So if you look at another important milestone in the Netherlands, so to say our own serial, <laughs> I think that is called The Brand in het Landhuis, 
which is translated in the fire in the manor. And that is a, a sort of true crime show in had six parts, I believe, about a, a manor that burned down. And there was a lot of art in that house and the owner of the house died. He was very rich and, and there were a lot of mysteries connected to the story. So the podcast maker tried to solve the mystery. And that was the, the show everyone was talking about in 2018. So that was also a very important one. Thank you for that. And the second question I wanted to ask you is, you have been journalist before, and now you're dealing with podcasts exclusively. What made the click? I mean, you mentioned Cyril. How is the work different from what you were doing before? What I find very interesting about creating audio content is that it demands an other kind of attention from your audiences. So when you describe a world in audio so if i would tell a story about a beautiful beach and there are palm trees and the wind is gently sweeping those uh, palm trees if i'm talking about that that you your mind is going turned on and you will see that in your mind this image i'm describing so and i find that really intriguing about audio because it is it makes audiences much more involved in the story and in the content than visual content is. I often refer to a scientific research in which uh, brain parts are researched when people are reading and when people are listening to a podcast. And you see that the same areas in the brain are activated when people are consuming those both kind of content. And this is the fact, because when you are reading a book, you're doing the same thing with your mind. You're also imagining the world that is described by the author and when you listen to that it's, it's the same what are the challenges do you believe podcasting in the netherlands need to face sooner rather than later i mean you know we have this tendency in the podcasting sector i feel to be really shiny about the world of podcasting that it's so great <laughs> and that everything is, is, is <laughs> it's booming and i think it's part of the fact that the market is booming and that it's a really fairly early stages uh, globally, if you think about you know, how long televisions is around or how long radios are around. But what are the challenges you see ahead? I think in the first place to make solid business models. First of all, there was everyone was willing to put a lot of investments in this medium without asking any questions. And now the next step is what is basically happening with all those investments. Is, is it worth or? Yeah. And I think that's the same phase we're going through in the Netherlands as well. But I still believe that there are a lot of lot of opportunities as well in creating new business models as in creating new uh, formats. Last year, we did a very successful project together with the biggest supermarket chain in the Netherlands, Albert Heijn. And they had a sort of loyalty campaign uh, together with a biologist here in the Netherlands about the ocean. The campaign was named Expeditie Ocean. And we created an 8D audio uh, experience for kids to listen to. So this biologist, the, the main character in the campaign, will take you to different places in the world in audio, in 8-day audio. So you're completely surrounded by the environment you're in. So a, a coral reef, for example, or on the South Pole in those stories were approximately seven minutes per episode, and it is connected to a booklet. So that's another way of using audio. Uh, so for that reason, I uh, uh, give you this example. So that's, that's another way of using the medium. 
And I think there are a lot of possibilities to use audio in a more creative way than just a regular 30 minutes talk podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and thanks for that. And I believe it's, it's worth also mentioning some of the, you know, the brands who trusted you, who trust podcasts more generally. You work with the Alliance, Customized Healthcare, with TCS Amsterdam Marathon, Rijksmuseum. You mentioned already KLM, Royal Dutch Airlines, but uh, I see also the Dutch Touring Club, Trenden Lotterij, which must be a lottery. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Randstad Group, Netherlands, I see, and yeah. uh, the Jewish Museum. And, you know, people can find all those projects on your website, which is airborne.audio slash en slash work, if they're interested for this specific page, or just airborne.audio for the whole agency. What's next for Airborne? I think that what we find very important is to push the boundaries every time. So making new great shows, using new kind of distribution methods, uh, using new kind of business models. So but the next thing is to try to do something new every time again. And what we are doing right now, for example, is to work on our first true crime show. So that's, that's the Swedish uh, true crime show. So we have the original Swedish content and we translate that into a Dutch show. So it's a sort of the Swedish serial. It's a very interesting show and we are planning to uh, release that show later on this year. So that's one of our uh, next new things uh, we will do. Exciting. So maybe we can pick up and continue this chat when that is out. Marvin, I thank you once again for your time today. It was a really brilliant and really interesting chat and it helped us explore the Netherlands and also your work. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you. And this is it for this month's episode of Repod, the podcast discussing European podcasting with industry experts and creators. We'll be back next month, but meanwhile, for you to know, Repod is not only a podcast series, but also a specific project led by the Brussels-based podcast production agency Bull Media. Through Repod, Bull Media aims at exploring the art of remakes in podcasting, trying to bring podcast series produced by independent creators in one country to another national audience in Europe. Report is a partnership between Bull Media and Acast. The project is financed by the Stars for Media program, which is an innovation exchange program aiming at facilitating cooperation between media professionals to accelerate media innovation across borders in Europe. To check out Stars for Media, visit starsformedia.eu and you can visit the website of Bull Media at bullmedia.eu. That's B-U-L-L-E media.eu. The Stars for Media program is co-financed by the European Commission.